Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, January 9th, 2023. We're back. We're online again. Adam is not here off the hop. Just so the people know, he's going to join in halfway, like live line change. We're playing three on three, and then we're going to go to four on three. So we'll he's like, to... he's leaving the penalty box. He's just like, we don't know where he is right now. Yeah, he was at yeah. Joey's on Barlow Trail. So yeah. if that's the penalty box we want to go with, then sure. But he said start with us. We don't know us. if it's two minutes or five minutes. Like, we have no idea when he's coming back. He could yeah, just yeah. not be here the whole time. Like could we be don't actually know. Yeah, it could have been an ejection, like what happened to the Packer guy when he bodied the first responder yeah. tonight. You never know what could be. <laughs> so it's National Clean Off Your Desk Day. That seems like a very fitting thing. It's like the first day of classes, really, for most people. So what's your desk situation like, Owen? Where do you get the work done? Um, I have a desk, but I usually use it mostly for like storage. Mm. So I don't actually work on it. So it just kind of, it's never getting cleaned. I just put the stuff on there. It's like a coat just rack. Let it leave it there. Like a like a yeah, like a horizontal coat rack. Yeah. yeah. That's what I usually do with this chair right here that I'm sitting beside yeah. right now. Notice how I have a chair in front of the chair. That's usually uh -huh. the one I use. Alex, I think you got rid of your desk, right? That's right. I got I got rid of my desk like uh maybe two, three months ago. Just because it was taking up too much space in my room. So I was like, I don't really need this anymore. So I just like um you know, sold it. So yeah, I couldn't unfortunately participate in this holiday. Mm. Now you just to rip the pod from bed type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're on. It gets the job done. There's nothing wrong with that. It was a big Sunday and we're live right after Lions Packers, which is great because I honestly, we'll start with this. I don't even want to dignify that bum Aaron Rodgers going around acting like he's retiring. I like, he didn't just sign a three-year extension six months ago. I don't want to act like he, with this, some big deal, like he's retiring, but I will say if I was him, I was so bad tonight that I would maybe consider retiring. That's how poor he looked and the lions get the win. I mean, obviously it's too bad that the lions couldn't, couldn't get in the playoffs, but this Packer choke was pretty enjoyable. No one. I mean, yeah, I, I, I loved it. Like, I I mean, I was disappointed that the Lions couldn't make a playoff spot after the Seahawks win, which, I mean, we'll probably get into. That was stupid. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, no, it gave me a lot of enjoyment. I, I've always been, I mean, I guess not always, but since, like, for the better part of the season, I've been a big Lions fan. I think they're a really good football team, and I think they're a changed team from what they were when they started, like, 1-6. Like, I think the defense is sharp. Hutchinson has looked really good. He looked really good tonight. And I just think, I mean, Goff looked shaky, but I mean, he still looks, you know, he's still solid in my opinion. So I think it's a good football team. It's good, like momentum into next season, because I think they will be a really good team next year. It's honestly disappointing because I, I feel like they're the fourth best team in the NFC, like yes. pretty comfortably. Like you said, if they played Minnesota, I would pick the Lions to win by 10 at least. I think they're that much better than the Vikings. I mean, that is what happened last time they played, but it's kind of disappointing to see them go out like this. I think for Green Bay, I mean, this is a pretty tough one to come back from, to, to rattle off the wins that they did and then have this home game with a team with nothing to play for at the end of the day. This is a game you should have 10 times out of 10, and they gave it away because of their own mistakes. Like, 
the the personal foul that got Quay Walker ejected for bodying the guy gave him a free 15 yards to the five. Rodgers had two abysmal interceptions, and then the fumble by Jones when that really would have iced the game going up 10 when Detroit couldn't move the ball in the first half. I don't really think they have anybody to blame but themselves here. Alex, what do you have on this one? Yeah, it definitely is weird, you know, seeing the Packers finish 8-9 and, 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 you know, miss the playoffs. Um, I thought, like you said, Phil, like the way they finished off the season, and I know the Vikings haven't been a great team lately, but they absolutely demolished the Vikings um, last week. And they get a home game against, you know, Detroit, Divisional, and that's why I was so confident in locking them in. And, you, I mean, you don't – it's not like – I mean, I don't know who I could, you know, think of. It's not like a rookie quarterback that you're going in with to win this game. You're going in with Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's he's been in tight games. He's won them. I mean, he hasn't always performed in the playoffs. But, um, you know, I'm comfortable with Aaron Rodgers at home. But, you know, and and, and to lose to the Lions and, and Dan Campbell is, um, I mean, that's so that's so tough. <laughs> like, I, there's no other way around it. Like, like that is so bad. They come in, in into your uh, stadium and knock you out of the playoffs um it's pretty bad and then i'd love to hear walker's um you know post-game interview like i don't know yeah i'm i'm i can't wait to hear what he has to say because that was just so so poor that's that's worth getting cut for honestly yeah like no joke that's straight up cut (laughs) i saw a bunch of people saying like especially after the week that that's been in the nfl to like body a trainer is like pretty exactly (laughs) out of all the out of all the weeks to body a trainer you pick the week after demar hamlin received cpr like what the hell makes no sense so um and then yeah i i really don't care anymore every year feels like you know oh rogers will he retire like oh Oh, assign an extension like and even if he does, it's whatever, honestly. Like, and I can't believe they they like made sure to get the camera on, um, on Rogers as soon as the game ended. And yeah, I think he was hugging Randall Cobb walking off the field. He was trying to have like a little Devonte Adams yeah. moment. Like, like it's not the same. Like the it's Randall Cobb, bro. Cobb to Rogers connection, dude. It's Randall Cobb. Like if it was Adams, I'd be like, all right, <laughs> it's it's Cobb. So let's all chill out here. The equivalent's like McDavid grabbing like Philip Broberg on the way off the ice. He's like, all right, like what a run it's been, buddy. I'm so tired of this fraud, Aaron Rodgers, who literally played so bad that somehow magically they unveil with four minutes to go in the game. Well, he just told uh, Catherine Tappen that his hand is actually very hurt. So (laughs) it was just a magic unveiling in the last four minutes that actually he's playing with a huge wrist injury. And then he does the whole show and dance about, I'm going to keep this jersey. I hope you you mail it to him when you show up on the first day of OTAs, bro. Because you have no reason to keep that jersey. It was such a show and dance. really really got my blood boiling i love game plan rogers he's like you know what like this one might slip away so get me uh get me Catherine tap here and uh let me let her know my hand hurts yeah hand my hand yeah he's like he's probably he probably clicked that up like the third quarter he's like we need to flip the script let's cook up an injury and let's shift the focus at the end of the game to like me and yes. my in- and my like retirement yeah mm-hmm. and my jersey yeah. make sure and they ask jersey. about my jersey yeah, yeah. He, he's like hey Catherine, can you go over to the other sideline and like see if somebody wants to maybe get a rookie like a susceptible guy to come over here and ask for my jersey <laughs> throw him like a 20 grand i'll, I'll make sure it happens <laughs> I mean, that was just laughable. But, I mean, really, it's disappointing for the Lions in a lot of ways. I I understand that some people are taking that approach because 
you know, the, the Seahawks result was pretty poor and the roughing the, the punter penalty was really a disgrace. I mean, that cost the, the, uh, the Seahawks, or sorry, the Rams the game entirely and just handed it to the Seahawks. The game was going to be over if that did not occur and it was just such a bogus call. So it is disappointing, but also I feel like for the Lions, you had a 9-8 and eight season. You were pretty comfortably one of the best teams in the NFL, at least a top 10 team in the NFL in the last two months. Sure, you didn't make the playoffs, but you weren't going to beat the 49ers anyway. Like this season was a huge success. And I actually, I really feel sorry that we put them in the frisk because mostly Owen was right. They were, they were good. Let's go. We got discouraged off a road loss to the Panthers. I, I feel really bad. So, I mean, I want to make sure Owen gets his take about putting them back in the good zone because this is how they should be remembered. They were the fourth best team in the NFC. If they made the playoffs, they would have made noise. Did you say what teams you have above them, Phil? San Francisco, San Fr- uh-huh. sorry, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Dallas. Okay, I would agree. I would agree. And I think, you know, I think we're getting to a point, like if this were like a 20-game season, I could see if they, you know, kept building momentum and kept improving it the way that I thought they were, I could see a conversation between them and Dallas because those are two teams on opposite trajectories, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But that's beside the point. I think there is a silver lining here because uh, with the Rams winning, they actually, or sorry, losing, Detroit actually gets a better pick and the Raiders get a worse pick, unfortunately. So (laughs) (laughs) two sides, there's always two sides to every story, but um, yeah, I I really like the, I like the Lions. This is unfortunate. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping um, to draft somebody good and that next year, you know, I don't think there's anything to be sad about this year. You, you, you know, you could have just laid down after one and six and sold your players like the bears did, but they kept, you know, trying to win games and they ended up doing pretty well. So I think this is a lot of good experience for these guys. I think they'll, I think they'll do better next year. Oh yeah. I Bill, so I, I do see what you're saying. Like the Seahawks loss or not the loss, but the Seahawks win was crushing for the Lions. But at the same time, they did go one in six to start the season, which, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a marathon and um, you know, they did have an heck of, a, and I agree with you. They were definitely one of the better teams to finish off the two months, but I mean, you can't you can't afford to to start one and six, right? So I think yeah. next year they definitely got to build on better starts because the Lions like have never really have a have a good start. So um, that's next next year something they really have to to build on because look how bad it can bite you in the in the butt. And I know they were so close, but you know if they if they change that one and six by a win or two, like they're yeah. in the playoffs yeah. easily. And you saw a lot of that today. Like you flip a couple plays throughout the course of a season and all of a sudden you're a playoff team. I hate to bring this up, but Jacoby Myers 40 yard Hail Mary lateral cost the Patriots a playoff spot. Like that, that was literally the difference between them making it and them not. And you brought up a slow start. I thought not to talk. I mean, we could talk about the teams that missed right now today for me, Pittsburgh, played a similar way to Detroit down the stretch. They turned a corner offensively. Kenny Pickett made big strides, but when you start so far behind the eight ball, when you start two and six, it doesn't matter that you're the fourth or fifth best team in the AFC, in my opinion. Like, they they had to get going a long time ago. Like, it, it, it just, it's too bad because I do feel like those were the two teams in each conference that you didn't want to see as a seven seed if you were the two seed. But to me, I, I think of the teams that missed today, which would have been Pittsburgh, New England, Detroit, Tennessee, and Green Bay. Detroit and Pittsburgh, I thought, were definitely the two best teams down the stretch. And you could put Green Bay in that category as well. But is there one that jumps out to you there that you thought maybe should have made the playoffs? Yeah, for me, I would say Pittsburgh. I think, to me, like, Miami, 
I mean, every like everybody, everybody's you know talked a million times about how they won three, lost three, one, the lost five, won five, um, which is, I mean, I think it's a good way to describe the team. They've they've really never been able to put together, you know, something actually consistent or sustainable. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point in the year with Skylar Thompson, they're a pretty bad team. I mean, they won because they, by the grace of God, like Joe Flacco was in the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can talk about him. Holy cow. And the Steelers, I mean, the Steelers are, you know, you can make a case they're a good football team. Like they have a really strong defense. They have some of the better uh, secondary pieces, like for like uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, for example. Um, and you know, Kenny Pickett looks like a franchise quarterback to me. So I think they were a team that probably, you know, if you're just picking based on the eye test, putting record aside, they definitely should be a playoff team. Yeah, I, I felt that way too. And they like very similar to Detroit in a lot of ways. Like you have lots of good things going forward into next year. I, I felt like of those teams, or Alex, is there one of those teams that you feel like has the furthest to get back to the playoffs out of, again, Pittsburgh, New England, Detroit, Tennessee, Green Bay? Uh, yeah, I'd probably furthest to get back to the playoffs. I think, I think I'd have to group Tennessee in there, honestly. Yeah. I think Tennessee, like just, it looks so gloomy with them and my gosh, they really lost seven in a row to, to end the season off. That's, that's unbelievable. And if you want to talk about, you know, heading into the season hot versus heading into the season cold, they're the polar opposites of the Lions. Like Mm -hmm. the Lions finish off the season. It's like awesome. Like we finished off really strong. This, you lost seven in a row. Like, I don't know how, how they have any confidence if they even bring back the same team, which it'll be hard. Um, Malik Willis, I mean, he's he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, so there's no hope there. <laughs> and then, you know, once again, Derrick Henry, they relied on him way too much. Um, Tannehill's definitely looked poor, and he was injured all, all year. And I think Tannehill just getting older, going to be more injury prone. Um, and, you know, they, they had a tough time beating the Jags. The Jags are a good team. But still, to to lose like that seven in a row, I think they have the toughest. And I I I think the Packers are pretty poor too. But I mean, still the fact that they have Aaron Rodgers, I'd still rank them higher than the Titans. Mm-hmm. I think I I agree that the Titans. I think they have the worst roster of those teams by far. Like their GM got fired in week fifteen or whatever, right after Christmas, and and there was no show me game. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't get to prove it week for it was the a laydown game. Yeah, well, four six, uh, consecutive laydown games. But yeah. I would say honestly, watching Rabel on Saturday night was—I mean, he's got the worst hand in the world, and he's just yeah. gutting it out. They led for fifty-seven minutes of that game. I felt so bad for him on that fumble because, like, he said it in in his interview at the end of the first quarter. Like, the only thing that matters is keeping control of the ball and chewing the clock for them that's the only way they could win and they did it for so long and their defense held up so nicely I felt really bad for him even though that team would have been a misery to watch in the playoffs and it's better to get the Jags but I really respect him and I I think this year showed no matter what he's going to be at least going like seven and ten I I think he's that Tomlin type of personality that just takes over a team yeah I couldn't agree more yeah, I think they'd. I think honestly, like I don't. They, I don't think they'll fire Rabel, obviously, because he's so good. But I'd like to kind of see him on a more competent, you know, franchise and and even a even a roster that's like, oh my gosh, give me like 20 percent more talented than Titans, and just love to see what he could do with them, because it's so sad because he he knows his only out is Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. like, and, and I, it's and it's honestly sad. I think they get a huge cap savings if they cut him. 
this this off season too. I could be wrong, oh, but I wow. think that's I think wow. that's the case. And I mean, he is yeah. getting a little older anyway. You see, running backs usually this is when the cliff comes in. So I don't know. It's going to look different for them. I think. Yeah, it was interesting too for me because I watched pretty much the entire uh, like game against the Cowboys last week, mm-hmm. and I remember there you know it was the game where like all their players were injured and it had no impact on their on their seating or anything, and so they were playing a bunch of backups. And I was like, okay, this is like, you know, I'm not going to judge because I don't watch like a ton of full length Titans games. Right. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to judge them too harshly. Um, and then I watched this game and I was watching them on defense and I was like, okay, like they have, you know, Simmons is back. Like I reckon that, you know, he's a really good player, but then it was like, oh, Mc, like McCreary's still there. Like all these, I was like, McCreary's like, these like rookies are still like, it's the same team. Like the defense looks the same. So <laughs> it's like all rookies and like backups. So uh, terrible roster. And uh, I, I agree with you. I think it's a lot of credit to Mike Vrabel mm-hmm. and Derrick Henry. It's my guy. Yeah, of course. What a career. That guy's just definition of Hall of Fame. But uh, we could sort of look at the playoff picture now. I'm really excited. This, you know, all six games are rematches of uh, matchups we saw during the season for the first time ever. It's just repeat games, which, I mean, it's not the sexiest slate of games to be honest with you i mean if the packers niners was in there it would certainly have a little more intrigue i would say but i'm not going to be crying because i don't get to watch aaron Rodgers on saturday but the first game is niners seahawks for me i'm looking at that and i think san francisco is pretty clearly the class of the nfc i mean they've it's weird to say with their quarterback but sort of seeing what Philly's got done the last couple of weeks where they've shown some cracks and San Francisco just looks like they keep ascending to me. So, I mean, to me, I would rate them as the top team in the NFC, even though Philadelphia has the bye. Owen, are you going to disagree there? Or are you? No, I'm not. I think to me, they're the class of the NFL. I I've liked them as a Super Bowl favorite for me for the last, like probably three weeks or so. And I think, I mean, this team to me, doesn't really have holes. I like I like Purdy more than I like Jimmy G in this offense. I mean, he's like rock solid. He's thrown multiple touchdown passes in every game he's played in. He limits mistakes. Um, and I mean, this defense is I would I don't know how good it is compared to like all time defenses, but it seems so 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 dynamic to me. Like it, their linebackers, their linebacking core is incredible. Joe um, Nick Bosa is having, you know. A defensive player of the year type of season and then their secondary is just locked down so i don't think another team in the nfl is, is better from top to bottom than they are um the only difference to me is you know you have a somebody like patrick mahomes who could who has like we've talked about like this other gear that he could that he's like flipped on in the playoffs that could maybe cause trouble in a super bowl but i think the niners are so so good mm-hmm. yeah do yeah. you give seattle any chance in this one I do actually. Um, I do. I don't think. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be a, honestly a close game. Like I, I, I kind of like my chances with you know Pete Carroll in a playoff game. I think you know. I don't think you know Shanahan's going to cook them in, in this or anything. Um, you know, run the ball. They have Kenneth Walker healthy, um, and I think I think it's going to be a tough Seattle team to beat. But I think the 49ers are just um, are too good. Like they're just way too solid in every facet of the game, um, and then. Kind of to Owen's point, um, you know, if even if they do make it all the way, they, they they won't face Patrick Mahomes until the Super Bowl. But you look at all these other quarterbacks that Brock Purdy has to beat. Right now, he's got Geno Smith, and then I don't know who he's looking at after that. Probably the, the winner of it's winner of uh, Vikes Giants, I think. And then oh. yeah, Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones, and then obviously maybe the toughest one would be would be like Brady mm-hmm. or her you know, or Prescott. 
Hertz Hertz also does, has as much experience as Brock Purdy does, really. So um, he he's not facing a, a loaded group of of quarterbacks, honestly. So I wouldn't I wouldn't you know say it's a disadvantage for the 49ers as we've seen in past as we've seen in past playoff games where it's like this is a clear disadvantage at quarterback. Yeah, the combination of Rodgers falling off with this weird Bucks team has really opened up the NFC quarterback wise. Like that has really made the difference to me. But Adam does join us now for the people who well, everybody's unaware. You give the uh, Seahawks any chance going into San Francisco? No, I think the Seahawks. <laughs> I think the Seahawks stand no chance, and I'm. I personally will. Um, like I hate to say it in the playoffs, but I personally will probably not be watching this one. Wow, you're tuning out for the yeah. Saturday morning game. Yeah, Saturday morning is a good one to skip, and I'm glad they chose this one. Yeah, this is the obvious one to me. Well, actually, I think there's another one, but it's kind of a sleeper. But <laughs> anyway, Saturday night, Chargers-Jags. That's actually very interesting. That's a very interesting game. Um, we don't have to get into picking or anything. We'll do that on Wednesday. But when I look at this game, I think we're getting two kind of almost mirror image quarterbacks. I do think Herbert's better than Lawrence, but this they can mark it up as a very exciting Saturday game. And I think when I'm looking at this and I look at the way the Jags have been playing and the way, how active that home crowd was, uh, there's no reason to me that they can't win this game, even though they're not favored. So I'm really looking forward to this game. I think I might say it's probably the most fun game of the weekend, but Alex, you disagree with me there? For some reason, I'm not really a big fan of this game, honestly. <laughs> Couldn't grip you um, on Chargers Jags. I don't. I think it's just like my brain can't figure out that the Jags and Chargers are actually playing a playoff game in Jacksonville. <laughs> so when I look at these two teams, I think it's, you know, they're both talented offensively, and it could be a high-scoring game. But it just kind of strikes me as a matchup of who's going to make less mistakes. Like honestly. Yeah. Um, the Jags almost blew it, right? If it wasn't for that stupid, um, you know, Titans play at the end, throwing like a <laughs> check down on fourth and long. Like, I I can't say that either side is like this, you know, masterclass offensively or defensively and is going to, you know, outsmart you. So if I really had to pick, I'd take the Chargers. Um, but, but yeah, I honestly think it's just going to be a game of, you know, who makes less mistakes. I was going to ask you guys, who do you give the edge to in this game coaching-wise? Oh, Brandon Staley Doug, is a Doug moron. Doug, okay, okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Brandon Staley leaving his starters in for three quarters, and not only that, only dressing four receivers is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, why was Keenan Allen playing in the fourth quarter? His hamstring is made of, like, yeah. French fries, dude. Like, I don't know why the guy is out <laughs> in the fourth quarter of a nothing game. And then Mike Williams couldn't walk to the bus, they said. They, they had to get help to the bus. So they just lost their other best receiver for nothing. So we're going to get more looks at Paul. And they lost the game. Yes, exactly. So it was just a total lose-lose. So I think he's a yeah. moron. But I know Adam is a little frustrated about a certain team leaving their starters in. So he could speak to what that's like, too, as a fan of the team. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, like, I try kind of try to get because i try to give them credit like they're professional court coaches like they uh like maybe know more than we do about these things mm -hmm. so i try to like understand their maybe. logic behind it like i guess keep your players like ready yeah. keep, get keep some, the hamstring warm yeah like, f'd up hamstring like, get Can't some momentum get going i i really don't know but to me it's just frustrating like it's just it there's you really have nothing to gain and everything to lose. So I don't understand the whole momentum thing. I don't really believe in that. Yeah. I also loved adding insult to injury. 
um, was when the in that like Commanders Cowboys game was Mike drawing up hospital passes over the middle yeah. for like <laughs> CD Lamb. Like there was one on I think it was second or third and long, and it was like just a ball. The window was like this tight, and it was between uh, the the safety was coming down, and then the linebacker was trailing, and CD just got crunched over the middle. I was like, I was like, I mean, Dak's got to be smarter than that too, but you can't draw you can't draw that up. I really think they were trying to. Dak was trying to eliminate the receivers he didn't like, so he could like, like one by one him out. He's like, I don't really like Noah Brown. Like, let me just try to fit him in over the middle and see if I can squeeze it in so he gets crushed and misses next week. Maybe we could bring back James Washington Sunday morning. Dolphins Bills. This is a bit of a snooze for me, especially because I don't think Tua is going to play. If Tua doesn't play, the line should be like twenty because the Dolphins have no business. Even. And if Tua does play, the line should be 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and if Teddy plays, it can be 17. Yeah, he can get. Well, yeah. he only plays like a quarter anyway before his finger sure. starts to flare up or whatever it is this time. So I don't know. The Dolphins are very uninspiring and winning 11 to six against the Jets against Joe Joe <laughs> Flaccid really did not really did not encourage me. So I mean, oh, and you got a good look at the Finns today. That was a depressing effort. Yeah, I uh, I was locked into this game for a few reasons, uh, meaning I wasn't really watching Red Zone. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was really bad to watch. I mean, it, to be fair to Skylar Thompson, he was, he did move the ball a little bit at times, whereas Flaccid, I mean, he couldn't get, he couldn't get a first down to save his life. It was pretty bad. Uh, and then Phil said, he was like the classic Joe Flack from, from Baltimore was like, just air it out and try and just pray for pass interference. He did that a couple times. And I think that was the only time he really got chunk plays. He's the first guy I ever saw who like really figured it out where he was like, if I just put it high enough, like the defender's going to have to cave at some point and he's just going to have to pull him down. So he resorted to that old trick today. It's like, throw it, like make it hit the scoreboard and then let's see it just come down. And then the defender's going to pull him out the way. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, Miami, was they are really bad like they're not a good football team um with Skylar Thompson at quarterback and I don't think they're that good with Tua so uh, as somebody who watched the game I would uh put put the put the house on um the on Buffalo in this and this is also this is the that probably will not be watching game for me yeah I think this is this is the one for me Adam are you going to tune in or are you going to skip both morning games be more of an afternooners guy um I, I think I'm going to have to miss this one too, unfortunately. Ah. I think, I don't think it's going to make the cut. <laughs> it's always nice to sleep in on the weekend, and the NFL kind of does you a favor on wildcard weekend. So Yeah, they throw you a bone. It's not like divisional weekend where they give you, there's four bangers that you can't miss. Yeah. This is like, all right, like these ones are kind of trash. You can have them. Alex, you have any optimism here or no? Yeah, no, not at all. I think, you know, the Bills are going to roll here. Um, I saw I saw on Twitter today, like some people were saying like, Dolphins edged out a win today and they might get Tua back. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Like, like it it doesn't matter. Like, like you gotta be kidding me. Like, what do you healthy Tua's gonna do? Nothing against the Bills. So um, yeah, I really like the Bills here. The fact that I had to I mean, the Steelers needed Joe Flaccid to really like move the ball if they wanted to make the playoffs. So I was just as locked in as Owen for the most part. And wow, I mean, to think that that guy was in like a close game in the fourth quarter with the way he played, that's uh, truly spectacular stuff. The uh, the Giants and the Vikings are going in the afternoon, which is a bit of a heat game because they did play it a few weeks ago. But I think, honestly, this might be the show's Super Bowl. 
Like, I think this is the biggest game. We've staked the biggest claim in the Vikings being frauds. We need the Giants to show up in a big way in this one. And if the Vikings advance to round two, because, of course, the Vikings get the biggest cupcake opponent possible, but if the Vikings advance to round two, that's going to be a heat look for us. So I, I propose that we're all in on the Giants. Do I have any disagreements? I'm all in on the Giants, but I do have to admit this is a pretty cupcake matchup both ways. Like, I'm not... Like I'm not saying the Giants are some like raw team that are gonna <laughs> that are gonna roll the Vikings. Like I could definitely see the Frode Vikings, um, you know, beating the Giants. So I, if I honestly look at this matchup, I think this is the most cupcake matchup in my opinion. Yeah, it seems like the softest one. I do like that the Giants rested all their starters today, though. That was a good move. Zero snaps for Barkley, keep him fresh. Zero snaps for Dimes, and I'm gonna be bouncing the grandkids on the knee, telling them about the Davis Webb touchdown drive to cut the lead to ten. That was all time. Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. It's electric. He's got some legs. He does. Yeah. I liked how he. It's about all he has. No arm. <laughs> no arm. No arm. I like how he thought about celebrating like a big spike, and he decided, no, I'm gonna flip the "I love you" to the family in the box to go my fourth quarter touchdown drive. Good stuff by Davis. Adam, what do you take here? What do you think Jeff's going to say when the Vikings inevitably win this game by one at the end? That's what I was going to say. Like, I really, 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 really don't want the Vikings to win. But, like, I know for a fact that it's just going to be, like, Danny Dimes throws a pick near the end. The Vikings, like, kick a 57-yard field goal to beat the Giants in overtime. Like, congrats, Jeff. Like yep. You guys did it. It goes on his IG story right after his Bills IG story from 11 o'clock. Yeah. He's going to say, hey, a win's a win. It's the playoffs. And we're going to go, we know. Like, yeah. Good job. Congrats on beating Dimes at home. Yeah. That's a big win. Owen, any impressions on this one? No, I'm actually looking forward to this game. Um, <laughs> I might buy a Just Dimes this... jersey. Oh, yeah. I'll have to... Maybe rent one. I don't want to buy one, but maybe there's some other thing I can work out. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I think this will be a competitive game, which I don't think I can say about some of the other games. So I, uh, I for one, this is going into the will watch pile. For yeah, me. I like that. I will watch this too. Yes. I mean, Danny Dimes and Kirk Cousins. I mean, do you guys ever Come think on. we'd be saying that? Yeah. yeah. Come on. So that's an all time. Something's got to give. Somebody's got to win. Yeah. I love it. That's going to be a will watch for me too. This one, in my opinion, this is kind of a mirroring image of the Jacks Chargers game. Yeah, I can actually Vikings Giants. Like I don't know, it's just kind of like the same game to me. Like it's quite similar, honestly. I actually fully agree. I think that's a great take. It's just the same thing happening in the NFC, except like the Chargers Jags has the potential to be exciting. Like best yeah. best case, this is like twenty to nineteen in the fourth quarter. So they're a little they're similar in different ways. I would say yeah. the Ravens Bengals game. This should have been the Saturday morning game. I have like what? zero interest in this game. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, what? They, they just played this week. It was not that exciting anyway. Yeah. They play, I know team like I, and Lamar Jackson honestly. What? You guys are excited. Don't say what you're about to say. Things. Don't what you What are you about to say, Phil? About yeah, Lamar go, Jackson. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, keep what are you going. about to say? Let him cook. Say, Let him cook. I was going to say are you sure he's going to play? Because to me it seems oh. like he's much more interested oh. in preserving his contract that's upcoming than winning a playoff game. Yeah. Honestly, he, he had a week-to-week injury and he didn't practice for 35 days. I don't know. Yeah, like, but he, Phil, I think he did play pretty bad, though, the last, like, I think it's in his best interest to come back and win a playoff game. 
has he won a yeah. playoff game before? Yeah. Yeah, he won, won? against Tennessee. The, the, That's his only I've, one. Yeah, he beat Tennessee. <laughs> Why do all it seems like the Ravens, it's like a girl that has like a type, you know, where it's like all their quarterbacks are the same player. They're just like worse versions of the first guy, the guy yeah. before them. <laughs> and they used to have RG3 too, and he fits in on that last. I mean, it works. It's It like works with their scheme. I kind of respect it. It kind of doesn't make sense when a team has like a pocket passer as their like starting quarterback and then the backup is just like a wildcat like Taysom Hill type guy so no it, you're I mean, right it makes right. sense yeah it, but I'm take. just saying like if you put them all in the same uniform the only way I could tell them apart is like this like the maybe stats. the skill yeah the skill yeah. and the stats like <laughs> just the play style and like the height and the look overall it's just the exact same player you know what's amazing they all kind of bridge to each other like Hunt, yeah. Huntley's oh, yeah. like 80% like Lamar but mm-hmm. Anthony Brown is like sixty percent like Lamar. But when you look at him against Huntley, he's like eighty percent of Huntley. So it's like yeah. always conceivable that it could just be any one of them at any given time. But <laughs> for me, honestly, I don't like he's shown no interest in the last few weeks in playing. So why would I expect him to play this game? It, honestly, because he's been saving himself up for this game. I don't yeah. know. I'll believe it. When I don't like, think it was. It's it. I think he for knew his contract. It's important for his contract, and I think he knew the Ravens were getting into the playoffs either way. And he yeah. was like, "I'm just gonna like chill and rest my knee up as much as I can." Um, if you're asking us to pick, I'm honestly, I'm taking the Ravens in this one. I'm taking a Ravens upset. I'm, Lamar comes back, plays the game of his life, and there's no effing Super Bowl window. <laughs> My whole career, Joe Burrow. <laughs> F that shit, bro. Oh, get out of here with that. We can get into that. That's a good topic because, I mean, he's been getting better the last three weeks, I would say. He said less cringe stuff the last three weeks. If we're keeping a counter, like credit for putting it together. And then he threw it all away. And then he threw away all the goodwill with the cigar, with the glasses, and then the Super Bowl window is as long as I'm on the Bengals. Sick, bro. That's really oh. that's really humble of him to say that. And then yeah. I get, And then it's like it just restarted all over again. Like all, all the people. Like, oh, yeah, Joe Cool. Did you forget Joe has the most swagger in the NFL? Yep. Tough scene. Anything on this game, Owen? Uh, not really. The Joe Burrow stuff was pretty brutal, though. I That made me really mad. So I will be fully supporting the Ravens. Sorry, but I, I don't understand why you're not excited for this game. Like, I think this is, a, like, it's the Sunday night game for a reason. It's going to, it's a sick, like, it gets you hyped. Divisional. Division, like. Two of the best teams in the AFC, probably. I just I don't Sick. really rate Baltimore that highly. I mm. I what? I don't think isn't this your Super good. Bowl pick? The, at the, in the in August, yes, in August they were my Super Bowl pick. So I would like to see them come through because the Niners look like they're going to hold up their end of the bargain. But I don't know. I just the, and they did play this week, and I just they, they played some, on Sunday night earlier this year, and I remember it wasn't that great of a game. And I don't know. I think it'll be interesting if he plays, but I just I have my reservations. I just think at this point he's already held out this long. He's he's they're on the road. I don't know. But the main event really, and it's a good thing this is Monday night, is uh Cowboys Buccaneers live from Tampa, Florida. I'm so excited for this game. I literally can hardly wait. And I, I have something to say about the Dallas Cowboys, but I want to go right to Adam because this is now we've been talking about it for weeks, but it, officially in 92 minutes it's game week so are we locked in how are we feeling um i'm feeling yeah i'm feeling uh pretty scared (laughs) that's not what you want to hear (laughs) i I mean i don't know if today gave me like today was probably the worst case scenario because i couldn't even (laughs) play the like 
I couldn't play the like we weren't trying card because the starters played like eighty five percent of the game. Um, I couldn't play the like we were looking forward to the like if there was there were no cards I could have played today, and it's just like another pick six. Like <laughs> that was a stinker too. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what to say. Like it just it keeps going downhill. Like I I'm just scared. I know Tom Brady and the Bucks and. We played them week one and they beat us and they beat us in week one last year and it's playoff Brady and he's he's gonna care and we're on the road and I just don't have any reason to be happy. I don't know if I have many uh words of optimism here. I just the <laughs> the, the, the Bucks do suck, but I mean the what playoffs. the hell? You're playing Brady in a in a playoff game at home, like that's and I think Adam was even saying this with like five, six weeks left in the season. Yeah. Because yeah. it was looking that way. And he's like, that's, he's like, the, the Panthers better get this play. together. It's literally the last team I want to play. They literally would have been better off playing like the Niners or something. Yeah. Like, I'm not even joking. I'm not even kidding. Because I feel like we can play up to the level of a good team. But like the Bucks are just different. Like they're it's like a mental thing almost. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. It's like, it's almost like, like, and I like the Cowboys are so good and it suck for them to lose. I because I honestly am cheering for the Cowboys in this one. But me too. It's like a mental, it's like we're not supposed to Bro. win this game because it's like Brady at home playoffs. Like we're not supposed to win this. Literally. So I don't know how you I don't know how McCarthy's gonna get them over that mental hurdle. Like he needs this needs to be a monkey butt game. I I hundred percent agree. It does because, and it's one thing if it's like like San Francisco. I feel like well, one thing they've been to the Super Bowl, but another thing like they're so confident that I feel like they could go into Tampa Bay and win a game if that's what they had to do because it's like that's the type of swag they play with. The Dak McCarthy combo seems like a Kirk Cousins type pairing that's just gonna like completely wilt under the Monday Night Lights. And after today, like I don't think they can be. They have no confidence after what happened today. Yeah. So yeah. And I want to take him out of elite is what I was gonna say because yes. Dak led the league in interceptions and he missed five games. Uh, he he hasn't taken care of the ball and I'm looking at elite and it's like can you well, can you win the Super Bowl if you're an elite? That's how they, I have to look at it. Do I see a world where you win the Super Bowl? I don't see a world where Dallas wins the Super Bowl. I don't think Dak's gonna win four playoff games where he's gonna have to do probably at best two on the road. I'm just going to, like, you can decline it, but I'm going to throw a little asterisk on the picks. I think it's, like, more of a team sucks thing than a Dak thing because I think it was nine of those interceptions were off receivers' hands. Let's go random Mahomes. A, I mean, yeah, but that's, like, a, <laughs> that's a record in the NFL, like, most interceptions off of receivers' hands. If so, you were to give it a percentage, how much of the team's fail failure do you give to Dak? I don't think he's as big of a problem as the media says he is. Is that a decent answer? I think the defense no. has been lacking as of That's uh, true. the past, like the last six weeks, last seven weeks of the season. I Like the offense stepped up a little bit other than the interceptions and the defense just like they weren't the same defense they were for the first half of the season. So 
And that's and that's very true because when we were putting them in the elite zone, like Mark Parsons was the defensive player of the year favorite. They were holding teams down. The last couple of weeks, like they gave up 34 to Gardner Minshew at home. And I know the Eagles are really good, but that's something that they still did. And like they were playing tight with the Colts for a long time. So I yeah. do think you're right that Dak hasn't been like a crippling flaw. But at the same time, his playoff resume is not good. Like I have no confidence that he's going to be able to he's... make up for the defense in the playoffs. Yeah, he's definitely not elevating the team. That's for sure. He's not elevating the team, but I don't think he's bringing the team down. If he wins this game, though, that's a banger, that is- banger win to to put under your resume, though. Mm-hmm. So I re- I I hope for him. Like I, I honestly don't really want to hate on him too much because if he does, if he does get this win. That's that's like a raw win to have. He seems like a decent guy. So that's not like, you know, Lamar Jackson's, Oh, I beat Tannehill in Tennessee game. Yeah. I don't know if that game was in Tennessee. It was, it was, this is different. Yeah. This would be a good win, but Owen, you're also down to put him down on a tier. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think maybe even a little bit overdue. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's time, but now we can go into the tier ratings. Then we'll get into some other stuff. Cause this is the last tier ratings of the season. I mean, there's not really any point in keeping it going into the playoffs. So you can sort of put in, keep in mind of how you want the team to be remembered. I mean, we can sort of determine later if we want to move around helmets in the off season or what have you after free agency in the draft and stuff. But looking at it, we had Kansas city, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Philadelphia, and San Francisco, the five if we're moving down Dallas is there anybody you think shouldn't be there because I think we have to look at this as teams you think can win the Super Bowl I think if there's one I think couldn't it's Buffalo but I I don't think I'm going to get the votes on that so I'm okay to keep those five any objections doesn't look like it everybody's riding with it all right so that's the five we're going to keep in the elite zone now in the good zone we have Dallas added in I think that's a very good spot for them Los Angeles Chargers and (laughs) And the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I think we can put, I, I saw somebody call Aaron Rodgers Federalist Fran Tarkington. I think that's a good way to put it. I think maybe we can bump him back down to, uh, I don't know if, uns- Where he belongs. yeah, unserious or the frisk frisky. zone. I don't care. Which probably one. frisky. Probably, probably frisky. Yeah. We'll keep him as frisky because they were pretty frisky towards the end of the season there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did put a big frisk together. And we have the Chargers. I'm honestly okay to keep him in good. Even too, though they sure. lost today, and Alex, when you said like they're gonna like trick us again, that's exactly what they did today. Like, exactly. Like, if a uh, team ever earned a demotion, it's keeping your starters in and dressing four receivers in a game where you're locked into your seed. Especially like you boys just haven't come around to it, but like all they do is disappoint. It is true. So I was just waiting for another disappointment. That's all they do. They disappoint. Especially considering that the injury history that they have as a team. That they're like, no, no, yeah. no, we'll just keep everybody in and they'll be fine. Like we've got the best trainers. Yeah. No sweat. It only at took all. Keenan Allen like eight weeks to come back from his like leg injury. <laughs> the day-to-day leg injury. <laughs> yeah. Um, anybody you want to see come up into here? I guess the candidates for that would be Jacksonville and Detroit. I'm I, I Detroit. put Detroit in good. Yeah, they deserve it. What a and season. Jacksonville. You think the Jags deserve the bump? I do. I, I was well, trying to get them in there last week as well. I think um, I kind of you, you boys go for it. I haven't. I honestly <laughs> haven't watched a lot of Jacksonville football, so I don't feel like I can. I can really vote on that. So. I'll say. I will say, they were like two or three, just air balls from Trevor Lawrence from winning that game by like twenty points. Yeah, 
So Oh, he kind of wilted under the lights. I can't lie. He did. The one in the end zone was a brutal, brutal mistake. Yes. So. But I still legitimately believe they have a very strong chance of beating the Chargers. So I don't, do I don't think they're a tier below the Chargers. That's Me a good either. way to put it. I like that. So we can pump them up as well. So that'll leave it with Jacksonville, Los Angeles Chargers, Detroit, and Dallas. I think that's a very good way to finish the good zone for us this year. And we did. Yep. We were the first ones to have the Jags in good, so it's fitting that they finish it off there, I would say. And the first ones to have the Lions in good. I want to say that. Even though we did... We did you know, back give them a one week timeout. We did that. We were the first ones, but you never wavered. Morning. You never wavered. No, because yeah, I, I watched a lot of Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you deserve all the credit on that one. It's, no, no, no. It, we deserve it. We deserve it. You it's deserve not, it. No, no, no. I insist. We I deserve insist. it. No, 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 frisk zone. We can get into that. Teams that I mean, I think this is fitting. Like Miami, Seattle. I think they can stay. I think Baltimore probably deserves to stay. I think Tampa Bay deserves to stay. I think you could make a case for the Giants to go up a tier. Not going to nah. get the votes there. That's nah. no. Are the Giants nah. Are the Giants that much worse than the Lions? I think so. They're not that much better than the Vikings and we have the Vikings in uh in unserious. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That is a good way to put it. But we could also put the put the Vikings up. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want to put the Vikings out. You know what? The Vikings are so bad that they drag <laughs> other teams down from being promoted, especially yeah. when they're playing them in a playoff game. So no. Yeah, that's a good yes. way to put it. They bring everybody around them down. They're the anti DAC. Yeah. They just they bring yeah. everybody down instead of keeping them where they are. Um unserious zone. There's a couple teams that could definitely move up out of here. I think Pittsburgh Steelers. definitely deserves the frisk zone for where the way they finished. I honestly see a world where they're in the good zone, but <laughs> I'm not going to get the votes there, I know. But seriously, I mean, things are looking good. That's called good. Pay, uh, Steelers World. Yeah. That's okay. the world you've seen. <laughs> All right. I wasn't going to get the votes there, but I tried. Um, Atlanta, Carolina, Tennessee, Cleveland, New York Jets. Anybody want to go down in there, or you like those? No. Uh, I would they think the only one that kind of jumps out to me is the Browns, but I think they're good enough. And I know Adam's not going to like that. No, I don't like. I think they're. Wait, you want to put them down? That's what I would suggest. Oh. That would be. That's what I'm kind of suggesting. Yeah, I agree with that. I I think we've said long said state of your franchise contributes. Paying two hundred sixty million dollars to that bag of trash at quarterback is. He's uh, played like he he played like four games near the end of the season. Like, it, let the guy get warm. He was abysmal well, in the all season's the over, games. dude. Season's done. Yeah, I know, but like, let's let him get like a training camp in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Warm so we'll hold this Super one Bowl. out. A, pr- a prove it training camp. I think he's <laughs> yeah. proven enough, like in the past like four years, for us not to give oh, up. After he's five proven games. enough. It's seven hundred days ago. I actually, I actually kind of agree. I don't think they're poverty, but I think they're 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 unserious minus. They still have Amari Cooper. Yeah, we there it forget. is. There it and is. Nick Chubb. Can I vouch for the uh, Panthers possibly being moved up into Frisky? I thought they finished pretty friskily. <laughs> I would agree. I got. I like no, the Panthers, boy. man. I think <laughs> the Panthers too. I think going into next season, they're going to be a kind of hard team. To you play. cannot tell me the Panthers are better than the Vikings. You can. You can say that to me. <laughs> I will say that. I think they're. Better I will than the say that. I yeah. think if they played in a playoff game, the Panthers would wipe the floor with the Vikings. Guys, me Sam Donald was five of fifteen passing today. And no, but that defense though. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Jordan. He did all he had to do. He brought the he brought the 
football into the end zone and then just gave it to Michael Jordan for the touchdown. <laughs> that, was, that was a great touchdown. It really yeah. was. And the then Panthers Michael are Jordan like was on the, the Bears. <laughs> the Panthers are like the Bears for me and Phil. Like the Phil, Phil just loved the Bears. I just loved the Panthers, man. Like I, I don't know. I like myself some Panthers too. I like myself some Panthers, man. I'm yeah. just gonna. I I started this today. I'm just gonna call him the car. I don't know what the car is. Just a great name for the Panthers. It is great. Well, that's our. I I vote to keep him down. Adam, where are you? Yeah, I'm not upgrading the Panthers. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. We need the majority to get him up. So they're gonna finish off an unserious and poverty. I actually could see a world again. I'm gonna float it back out to you. I think the Saints aren't aren't totally poverty. I think the Saints are unserious. If I've I'm... I've been agreed. Been agreed. Anybody gonna disagree? Sure, I don't I don't mind. Like we can throw them up. <laughs> That's an all time I don't care. It's like a Saints like, uh, throw them a bone. I guess. Unserious or poverty, like yeah. who cares? Like all right. <laughs> Everybody else, is there anybody you see in the in the poverty that you want out? Or you think they're all locked in there? Bears. How do you feel about okay. your How do you feel about your Ram steak, Phil? That you tried to throw. They're throw not. They're, well, we can talk about them a little more in a second. I think they belong in poverty, but they did. They, they showed poverty unserious plus. signs. They showed unserious signs down the it stretch. Is. So I feel like I'm at least justified a little bit in that. But while we're here in the poverty zone, I do want to hit some of the coaching vacancies because shockingly, most of them, if not all of them, are actually in the poverty zone. So of the ones that jump out to me, usually every year there's that like shock candidate and it seems like that'll be the Rams. Um, McVay, in all likelihood, will retire at some point this week, according to pretty much every news outlet out there. I was reading from Mike Florio. He said it's not because he's burnt out or anything or because he's just married and wants to announce or whatever it is, spend time with his family. It's because he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild, which is where oh, the Rams sure. are headed, which is the most obvious thing ever. If you thought Does he know he can like coach another team. Yeah. yeah. Apparently or, not. Or, like, <laughs> you can go wherever, dude, we'll take you like, come to kind Dallas. of a heat excuse, but all right. Yeah. And I mean, Honestly, the Rams is a pretty cushy job. Like live in Los Angeles, great stadium, yeah. if you if great great like, owner. Yeah. No fans. Yeah, it's seriously no pressure though. Like that's a win. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as far as coaching vacancies in the NFL go, that's pretty freaking good. But their situation's kind of poor and I mean, for him, I get why he wants to leave, but at the same time I feel like I maybe would have just stuck it out. Like it's it, we're talking about a guy in his 30s here. Well, I mean, f- I mean, I, th- I think he has enough money. Like he can retire young, enjoy his life. Well, he'll come well I back. also think he's he's gonna. I do think something. he should come back. He should do like a Peyton. Sean he Payton. will be back. He will be back. Mm-hmm. I, I, There's no way he just stays retired. There's no way. That used to be I called the Gruden, so but we get canceled for saying that nowadays. But it's true. I mean, honestly, there is nothing better than like every year you're the guy that everybody wants. Like it's what's happening to Peyton right now. It's like maybe we could get McVeigh. Like that's there's nothing better than that. Yeah. You're always in the news. Like you're always yeah. wanted. That's a great feeling. So I get it for him, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. And if the Rams are headed towards a rebuild, I mean, they got no they got no draft picks. Like what are they gonna do? <laughs> like poor Bobby Wagner's just gonna be stuck on losers for the rest of his life. And Alan Robinson too. So I don't know. But what's your take there, Alex? 
Yeah, like I, I kind of said my piece on McVay, but yeah, the Rams, I mean, they definitely don't have, you know, any draft picks. They don't have any young guys to look forward to. Um, they, they signed Stafford to a pretty long extension too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, committed a lot of money to guys like Ramsey and um, Aaron Donald and a lot of these players. So uh, definitely doesn't really look like a good situation, but I mean, they won the Super Bowl. I feel like they're not that much different from, or I guess the Broncos, like they at least they have a talented defense, but the Rams kind of don't really have a talented anything. So, um, but they win the Super Bowl. So right away, it's just like, I think it's a lot less pressure. It's whatever. It's like, you know, take the time you need to rebuild and retool and, you know, they can still sell off, you know, some good, some, you know, good players that they have. So um, just, you know, take it easy. So I wouldn't say they're in the worst situation in the world. So they yeah. won a Super Bowl. I can't say that it's like panic mode. It's, it is a pretty steep fall, but, but they my, won the Super Bowl. My question is, has a coach ever gone to a team that needs to rebuild like this? That's probably going to take like five, six years. And the team keeps the coach throughout the entire rebuild until they're good again. Like as a coach, would you want to do that? Because aren't they just going to get rid of you after you lose like three years? Yeah. Ago? Yeah. And it would just bring down your career record too, which is yeah. the other big thing. The, the only thing I could kind of think of that maybe compares is Shanahan at the Niners at the start because they were really bad, but we all kind of knew he was good. It was just a really good job. So maybe mm-hmm. that would be the only thing I could compare it to, but not somebody who hit the top and then came back down with it and then took it back I mean, up. Maybe Pete Carroll. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty yeah. sure that was his first NFL coaching job too, though, right? Who, so I think Shanahan? It, Shanahan, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think... I don't know how many options he had on the table, but I don't think he's really saying no to too many jobs either way. I think you guys kind of covered it. I don't think there's any job in the NFL that's worse than the Texans. So <laughs> yeah, well, bro- I think Broncos is honestly worse than the Texans. I think the the Texans, you're, I mean, you're gonna get like fired. That's yeah. just what it is. It's <laughs> no job security. The Texans, what what they did to Lovey Smith was laughable, honestly. And what they did to Cully was laughable. I mean, what are you doing? They're the same guy. They're both in their sixties, and like you could have just kept David. Cull- like I don't understand. And they signed. It was the so team. sad when I heard Lovey Smith had to beg the like GM or owner to like keep his job. That's just like, why are we up. firing my guy? I mean, why'd they even, like, literally what Owen said, why'd you get rid of David Culley to hire the same guy? You signed them both to four-year contracts, so you're just paying them the next couple years for nothing. It makes no sense. Like, were you expecting them to be a contender like this year? Like, I don't understand what the, what the, what the, uh, the thought process the bar is, is I think like, they're I, yeah. I think they're literally punishing him for winning today. Yeah, I think Why'd that could have been it too. Uh, and I they they said they had a meeting with him like before this game. The GM had a meeting with him. And and he went up and, after the game and said I expect to be back next year. Wow. That's, that's so weird. odd. Well, I well, What do you want to do? They got the it second was a, pick though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Well, they could ask the first. But what do you want yeah, him to do? Tell Davis Mills don't yeah. Tell yeah. Davis Mills to knee on the two point conversion. It was a four and twenty miracle bomb like, because the dumbass like, on the Colts ran up on the ball for that's no what I'm reason. Saying. It's not like David Cully's like in the huddle, like okay, we're gonna. I got this play. I'm keeping the tuck. We're gonna drop it like now. That's yeah. like our a secret play. Like Love he you was said, like just you said throw David Cully, the same guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what they're I mean. interchangeable. 
they are the same guy. Honestly, this could sound despicable, but the Texans are like a gross franchise. Like the like the, <laughs> the, the Watson stuff, and then this. We're back to back years. They hire like the minority coach to bully his record, and then just fire him after a year. Like this is deplorable stuff. And when they cut to the owner on the sideline, like he couldn't even fake a smile. Like he was upset that they didn't have the first pick. He was like, "Oh my! Like I gotta walk my kid off the field now. Like this is a joke. We don't even get Bryce Young. He's like, like now the Bears are gonna take Bryce Young. Like what the heck, man? But the yeah. Bears aren't even. Exactly. I know, but yeah, he's still gonna get Bryce Young. Exactly. Yeah. Like what an idiot. Like this guy doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> now the Bears are gonna get the quarterback. No." <laughs> No. And I mean, we'll talk about the draft or we could just knock it out now and then get back to the coaches. But that, that, that dumbass on the Colts was unbelievable. That guy running up on the ball instead of just knocking it down. That honestly made me think they were tanking. But I guess the thing is now with the Bears, who have the first pick, the Bears, like, if you, I saw a couple people on Twitter being like, well, why wouldn't the Bears just take Bryce Young and then trade Fields? Like that's like a classic, a classic. You can have the boat, or you can have a mystery box. Like, like it could be anything. You don't know what it's gonna be, and especially when you're a franchise like the Bears, who has no history of like ever having a quarterback. Literally, the best ever is Jay Cutler. Maybe keep the guy that you know is actually has a chance of being good. At at minimum, you could say that about him. So. I don't know, but they they are a team that has a lot of holes, and if they auction this pick off to a team that actually wants Bryce Young, they could get quite a bit back. So this really worked out great for them. Oh, that's what I would do. Like, well, yeah, I think it's uh, today you start shopping that pick. Oh, because sorry. yeah, I see what you're saying. With them, right. you could just throw a dartboard at anybody that's not a QB, and he'll probably be an upgrade over somebody you have on your roster right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They traded the 32nd pick for Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool had 130 yards total with the team. I wasn't Don't even know where he was still active. I thought they must have shut him down or something. Or he, got they had, he had a catch today. I was like, who's that number 10? Like, why didn't like Fields have this guy before? I was like, oh, it's Claypool. Yeah, I think Vilas Jones got half that in one play. And Vilas Jones is not, he's not going to be anywhere next year. He's going to be in the he XFL. Ripping up the sideline. I thought yeah. he was going to rip the holes in Soldier Field. But yeah. honestly, like if you're a team like the Colts, who's at four, like I'd, I'd give up a bunch to get to number one if I was them. They need to stop the carousel. And you keep Bryce Young away from the Texans. Mm-hmm. That seems like a, a win-win. They're in your division. So, I don't know. Getting the first pick is pretty helpful or they, for the they could, yeah, It depends how much they like Bryce Young because they could probably get C.J. Stroud at four. Because I don't think the Cardinals are going to, right? No, I wouldn't think so. Bears, Cardinals, is, those are safe teams. So, it depends what you like. Is Young a lock pretty much then to go first or second? Yeah, I yeah, I'd think say so. he's probably yeah better seen better than cj stroud Mm -hmm. i would think so and if you're wondering what did everything texans think about losing the number one pick after he's been tweeting about bryce young for eight weeks in a row he said quote well the texans are not the worst team in the nfl that was was, was i love this guy i know mr positivity dude i followed that one up with quote i've been team bryce young for a while now as you all know and i still am but I will definitely take a longer look at CJ Stroud just in case. (laughs) That was a banger tweet. I read that one. I just started grinning ear to ear. So not that bad for them. Oh, the best. We got to get them on. But um, is there anybody in that top 10, Alex, you saw you had the draft order up there. Is there anybody there that you think really benefits from uh, picking where they are? Maybe the Raiders at seven. Uh, I don't know. It depends like what the Raiders want to do. I don't think there's a trade really to be made or any free agent. 
they could sign, but I don't know. The Colts might be Tom dumb Brady? enough to take like uh, <laughs> Colts might be dumb enough to take like a offensive tackle or something, or this uh, B John B John Robinson guy, the running back for, from Texas. So um, they could get like Will Levi or something from Kentucky. I haven't seen anything, you know, from Let's this go. guy. But you almost uh, had his name down too. You just, just Levi or Levi? Letter. Levis, Levis, Levis. Because I've heard Levi. With the he's S- been whipping the ball around. I love watching his videos. He looks sick. So I think there's a good chance the Raiders, obviously they're not going to end up with Bryce Young, but with the NFL draft, you never know. Maybe CJ Stroud falls. So I don't know. They could. Um, I love possibly... optimistic Alex. Well, they could though, because the Colts could do something and be like, well, we want Will Levis. There we go. Let's go. On my pronunciation. <laughs> um, also, I'm going to get it out here real, real right Let's now. Go. My favorite draft pick here. Watch out for Joey Porter, cornerback, uh, Penn State. Love that. Okay. Guy. Love that. Is he guy. a first? He's gonna go in the first round. Yeah, he's gonna go like top ten possibly. Okay. I was hoping I watched, he would say. I watched like, like deep two, sleeper. I, yeah, I watched <laughs> third, third round. round, maybe four. He's he, he could drop. He um, I watched like two Penn State games, maybe a quarter each. Phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. So that's my that's my guy, Joey Porter. I love it. I love that you're locked in on that. Adam, anybody jump out to you in the top of the draft? I mean, the obvious ones are the Seahawks and the Lions picking fifth and sixth with pretty good records. Obviously, one's a playoff team. One easily could have been a playoff team and looking to add some impact guys. Is anybody you really think uh, you're interested in in that top 10, see where they go in this direction? Um, I was going to bring up the Seahawks because uh, obviously Geno Smith broke the uh, single-season yeah. yards record for them. So, he did today. And thank you to Cookie, who's been on this show, who just sent that into our group chat. No context. Not even a message behind it. Just letting us all know that Geno Smith broke, <laughs> broke the Seahawks franchise I record. Think for he said years. something about Russ like 40 minutes later, I think. Oh, yeah. for, he just, me he just wanted to let it cook for a bit. <laughs> yeah. See what we thought. Yeah. But um, no, I'm just, I'm just kind of looking at the uh, top draft prospects right now. I haven't heard of any of these guys, but I'm... I'm it's the first time to for everything. Them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the spirit. So, I have a question. Joey Porter like, is supposed to go 15th, by the way. Well, I mean, he could go up or down. Yeah. <laughs> he, I'm just could, saying. he could go top 10. I'm just there's saying. There's some wiggle right now. Their team at seven might be interested I'm in just, I'm what? just letting you know. And, and there's different different mock drafts, too. Some might have higher. I know. I know. No, this no, that's the official one, though. That's that's official. <laughs> this is ESPN. <laughs> just so you guys oh, know. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was going to say, so Vegas at this point, they've like tipped their hand. They're going to get a quarterback. So they would be the team that they would have to like, you could, you could get a bag from Vegas. If you're Chicago, like you could get Devontae Adams. Maybe you could get, well, yeah, that'd be pretty good. I mean, you could get a bunch of stuff. I feel like, cause I mean, nobody, there's no secret as to what Vegas's plans well, the are. The bears are dumb enough where the, <laughs> Where the Raiders would be like, here's Josh Jacobs, and we just <laughs> trade picks. Yeah. How does that sound? Well, they've already got that running back that Colin Coward mentioned. He's probably he's coming. That's up. right, dude. I forgot yeah. about yeah, him. Why get a receiver? Armstrong. Yeah. There's no point in getting a receiver if you're the Bears. <laughs> just get everything but a wide receiver. Yeah. The Bears honestly had it right when they just brought in like Nikhil Harry and the best run blocking receivers they could find. It's like our quarterback's not going to throw. So, yeah. like, we, we might as well use the outside to block. That's the key. So. Maybe not the worst idea ever. I did enjoy, I mean, for the Raiders quickly. They did play on Saturday. 
I I really enjoyed the one week Jared Stidham era watching him <laughs> watching him run around on Saturday. That was a little bit tough to see it come to a screeching halt like that. But I mean, you're probably out on your boy at this point. And honestly, if I were you, for the better because then you don't have the off season of like hearing Mark Davis talk about how you might have something. <laughs> That's true. You see, you see Mark Davis ripping the fans too. No, like no. God damn it! Like <laughs> the, the 49ers fans flooded our stadium. And like how embarrassing is that? It's like the team sucks. Like I don't know what you're like. 49ers have a lot of fans. You're also yeah. like in Vegas. Like people might want to do other things, right? Because this game isn't important at all. So, and you're also wearing the 49ers. I don't think that's a shame. And, and- you know, I don't think the fans accounted for the 18 point loss too. Like you can't no. spot the fans 18 there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No. It's like, there's a, like, this isn't Cincinnati where it's like, well, what are we going to do? It's like, well, let's go watch a meaningless like week 18 game. Like you're yeah. in Vegas. Like you, you got let's better go. things Cincinnati to do. Stray. Yeah. Cincinnati. <laughs> That's, for, one there. That's for Joe. That's for Joe. Yes. So. I thought it was for the time. I thought it was for the TikTok you posted where you're like, the Bengals are clowns, tasteless. And it was just your TV for two seconds. That one too. That one too. So, yeah. Raw, payback. <laughs> um, back on the vacancies. We can look at those. Denver, you mentioned them as a pretty ugly spot. They do already have interviews lined up with Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh, which, wow. I mean, to imagine, I saw that Ian Rappaport said, and this is crazy because the Broncos don't have a first-round pick. The fact that the Saints are like, if you want Sean Payton because he's still under contract with us, it's going to cost you at least a first. Raw. And Denver is still lining up an interview. Uh, that's crazy town that the broncos are insane the fact that they're fully locking in to to be fair because we've given them a lot of flack russell wilson did look a lot better without nate hackett i think he the offense like took off so maybe there's something there he did look a lot better without him but that's only a two game sample size when they were four and 12 so i don't know we talked about jim harbaugh alex and i but where do you boys stand on him maybe coming back to the nfl on uh i mean i think it'd be great He's one of my favorite coaches uh, probably ever of my lifetime. I, I grew up like my, some of my first football memories were watching Jim Harbaugh football team. So I think he's a really good coach. Um, <laughs> that was not what I was expecting to hear. That's all. Okay. Okay. Um, but I, can I, can I ask a separate question? Yeah, of course. Where, where does Tom Brady fall into all this? You think he's still a package deal with Peyton? I don't know. I was thinking because to me, I think it'd be interesting to see him go Saints and then Peyton just to come back and them to just team up with the Saints. I think that's I think that's very very possible. That's so I do too. weird though. Like yeah. Peyton leaving the Saints, or I guess he left so that he could avoid the suspension. Was it that there was like a little side deal? Oh, well, Jordan. Oh yeah, well, Air Jordan situation potentially. Yeah. There. That's not a bad theory, actually. Because wasn't that's... Peyton facing some sort of suspension for some for of that the... shit too? Yeah, and that's why the Dolphins don't have a first round pick this year because they got docked one. That's why the yeah. Steelers have the thirty second pick from the Bears. Okay, so yeah, I guess it does make sense. Then he could return to the Saints. Maybe he didn't want to leave all along. Adam, you're shocked right now. It's the it was the Peyton Brady Dolphins Tampa. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the super team that never. Wait, was. they actually got punished for that. They lost yeah. a first-round pick. Oh. Whatever happened with Brian Flores' lawsuit? Is that still kind of going on? That stuff or? went so quiet. Eh? Let me check. Yeah. It's probably still going on. He's working with the Steelers. I know that. Justice yeah, no, that, I, 
I do Justice Smith moves off. Yeah. I do think it's possible that the, that the Brady to the Saints thing happens though, and that's a good explanation for why he retired. I also saw that Peyton said he's a package deal with Vic Fangio, so that immediately makes me think Denver's out. Like Denver, yeah. Denver's not going to bring back Vic Fangio as a DC. I'm sure he doesn't want that. So Vic Fangio's a good coach though. People give him a lot of shit, but he's a good DC. Oh yeah, one of the I best agree. ever. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Who's so, Denver's DC right now? Uh, he's going to get a head coaching yeah. job. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he, he didn't take the Broncos intern job because he didn't want his record getting yeah. tarnished. They offered What's his name? Ejira Evero. I could oh, be yeah, that that's wrong. right. Evero, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other three that we know of, well, sort of know of, two are interim tags. The Cardinals are expected to fire Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime mm. sometime this week. That was reported this morning. Uh, also, the Panthers are an opening. We've known that for a while. They're expected to interview Frank Reich and Jim Caldwell. You you couldn't pick two more Panthers people. Oh, <laughs> Jim Caldwell Frank and Jim Caldwell, and then the Colts. Who Jeff Saturday, he did beat Josh McDaniels, but he also finished with a one in seven record and a negative eighty point differential. So I don't think he's <laughs> going to be back as as the head coach. I don't think it's going to happen for him. But of those three, Colts, Panthers, and uh, Cardinals, is there any that's really jumping out to you there as a sexy top pick, or wh- what do you like there, Adam? Uh, I think, I think the Cardinals job isn't the, is like, maybe you can unlock Kyler Murray. Like I like unlock new skins with him on like yeah. maybe, I don't know, like ban his PSN ID or like, <laughs> I don't know, but I think there's, there's things that can happen there. Like if he, if, there's a lot of things that could happen. Lots of things can be said at you too. But yeah. if, if a coach, if he builds a good relationship with a coach, then I think, um, you know, I think that's like the most attractive for sure. Maybe he Steve should get Kime an interview. He's also a yeah. horrible GM. So I think that's one of the reasons the Cardinals are so bad. Wait, why do you not like Steve Kime? He's been there for like 20 years. Like, I mean, he's made go. really good deals though. Like he, he brought in, um, he brought in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. 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 That was a I drafted was Kyler a... Murray when they had Josh Rosen. A lot of people that, didn't want that. He also drafted Josh Rosen. True. That's yep. Brought Great in point. JJ Watt. But I mean, <laughs> anyone would have missed Josh Isaiah Rosen. Simmons. Sucks. Like he's had some bad picks. Like Colin Coward yeah. said, Josh Rosen was going to be the next guy. So I mean, anyone. Yeah. Colin, Colin Coward him. also said, uh, "Don't give me that kid from Europe. I want eight. Oh, yeah. He also so, said, referring to Luka Doncic, so that's like one of the heatest takes of all time. He also said that Sam Donald was the best prospect he'd seen since Andrew Luck. Yeah, oh my people God. forget that one. They he also do. said he also said Kenny Pickett would be bad because the Steelers pay the least offense, pay the least for their offense when their quarterback was on a rookie contract. So that's why they paid the least on their offense. We also had that take, so people forget that one too. Um, that was no, me. I, for, I forgot that one. Thank yeah. you. None of those really jump out at me as like a must-have. In fact, I think everybody who gets hired by the Colts, Panthers, or Cardinals, I don't think any of them are going to be there in four years. So yeah. I, I think I would. those are the to-be-avoided ones to me. Cardinals I'm down for fine. some Jim Caldwell, though. I just kind of like seeing his like blank stare yeah. on, on the side. <laughs> no, people forget that Jim Caldwell is like way over 500 in his career as a coach. He's not bad. It's just he's elite. literally um, 
he look it up. He is. What's the uh what's the I remember I forgetting that. his name, the the Bengals longtime coach. Oh Marvin Lewis. Yeah, he's like he's literally like Marvin Lewis. It's insane. And they're, and they're all a little bit like Todd Bowles, too. Yeah. Like Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles could have Ted Bundy behind him and he would still have that blank look on his face, like just staring ahead into the Anthony Lynn. Yeah, the Anthony Lynn is just like that too. Except he had a panicked face, at least. He had the one yeah. where his eyes got really big and he would get a little worried. He was like a teddy bear. Um, Adam, Adam, what do you like? Is there anything you like about Arizona besides Kyler Murray? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. It's a hard like, division. That's another. Thing. I mean, it's a I really think, bad defense. Like I maybe mean, pound you, for pound, the worst. Yeah, but a defense can get rebuilt, um, like much quicker than like the thing that matters the most is a quarterback for sure. Like if you're going yeah. as a head coach, you want a quarterback that you know is good, and I think you have that. And you can flip a defense around in like two years. We've seen like we saw Dallas go from the worst defense in the league to the best within two years. It happens Jacksonville. often. Jacksonville went from the worst to the best to the worst pretty quickly. So, I mean, I don't think uh, I think as long as you have a quarterback, then it's not and the a worst quarterback that's world. willing to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the heat yeah. part. But I mean, I I don't think that's the worst job in the world to have. And you got to live in Arizona. You can golf. Yeah, and you can take Cliff Kingsbury's giant house with nothing in it, where he looked really cool at that draft, though, drafting on his iPad. Like yeah, he it was did. fantasy Yahoo. People yeah, he's also kind of curious. He's so millennial. Yeah, what kind of coach? Glasses? Yeah, what kind of a coach they do take the Cardinals? Because I almost feel like they're kind of forced to take someone who's laid back. Because if you get someone who's a hothead, like they're not taking, like they're not letting Kyler Murray yell at them on the sidelines. Like that's just not happening. You, you don't see a Bruce Arians reunion in the class? hell no. But no. it could also cut the other way where it's like you give an inch, take a mile type thing. Where it's like you have a guy who's laid back and Kyler's like, oh, this is like the greatest thing ever. I get to like do whatever I want now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that, I don't that know. part is true. I don't Could know. I feel like. Place. I, to me, I feel like if I was a like a, a head coaching prospect and I had my pick of jobs, I would just value ownership. I guess would yeah. be my main thing. Like the quarterback, if I have an owner, I know I'll get the quarterback. Like you see these teams without an owner, like Carolina and Indianapolis have like recluses as their owners, and they just rotate quarterbacks in and out. Like it's what they do. I feel like if I had a stable owner, I would get a stable quarterback in time that would just kind of be my thing i guess the only other thing we can talk about here before we do some other stuff is awards um mvp i would say mahomes has it pretty well wrapped up i think hertz was the holder for quite a while but i think that mahomes overall extra two games or three games of stats or whatever ended up being is going to push him over the edge and kansas city getting the one seat i think would probably seal it up for him any uh, disagreements there what about the fact that the Eagles looked so bad without Hurts and then he came back and they won? You think that kind of helps? No. Yeah, I think it's Mahomes too. I was just trying to. I, I mean, it's Mahomes it, by a mile. I was just it, fishing. No, it didn't hurt Hurts' case, I don't think. I think it helped a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. But it just Mahomes had too many extra games of, yeah, he's, of numbers he's just to throw too in. Good. What'd you guys think of the Chiefs doing that spin around the rosy play? Yeah, what'd you think, Alex? I thought that was pretty like disrespectful. Not just that it was against yep. the Raiders. I think that's yeah. a stupid thing to do against any team. Like I, I don't even. I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was just dumb. Like it wasn't even like. I don't think it was I mean, really it a blowout. I don't know why you're doing that. Like it was in the second quarter of the game. But they yeah, scored. but it's not, yeah, but it's not like the bring the going around like 
did anything to help the play work. I, yeah. I agree. It kind of does because um, like the defense can't really see what um, formation the offense is in very easily. Why? Why? Because you're just like, wait a line. second. It's, it's the same as just huddling up and then hurrying to the line. No, yeah, you're... it's it's kind of the same. I agree. What's the difference? Why does the circling around make any like, difference? It's like, hey, you're covering the wide receiver still. Yeah, yeah. you have eyes on the quarterback still. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's that There's much different. One ball. Yeah, they were in wildcat. Yeah, that's a crazy one. I did see um couple of two things. I saw Bill Barnwell tweets the dots of like where the players are and the Raiders were like moving around a lot when the ball was like still being snapped. So I think they were confused by it, but I also felt like it was an incredibly disrespectful. I think it's really cringe. They're trying to be like the yeah, like the, the Warriors. State Warriors, Whoa. like we're so yeah. like advanced and like we do like fun like we entertain. Like we're yeah. the lake show. Like this is what <laughs> we do. Like come on, this is so so cringe. I agree. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. But anyway, coach of the year, I Sirianni is the favorite, but you could make good cases for Shanahan and I think more importantly Dayball. Dayball. Yeah. I would give it to Dayball. I'm giving but... it to Dayball, yeah. I too. I'd give it to Sirianni. I just I think uh I remember us making fun of him when he said that Oh the flowers. The flowers. Yeah, stuff. about like the soil and building the foundation. Yeah. Respect. Respect, honestly. You're right. I feel like I know nothing about him. I feel like he's just a guy. Like yeah. I don't know. He's just he Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Coach just Nick. Nick. Coach Nick. <laughs> That's exactly it. You nailed it. I he feel is like pretty they... like he's pretty invisible. But I mean, that's that's kind of what you want from your coach, no? Like you, you don't want. Yeah. If you don't notice the coach, then he must be doing his job right. You know, it's literally I mean? like the eighth thing I think about when I think about the Eagles. Like you think about the yeah. Cowboys, yeah. you think about McCarthy. You know, you think about the Forty ers you think about Shannon, you think about the Eagles. But you don't think about McCarthy Sirianni. because he's You're like, he's oh yeah, good. he's their coach. Yeah, but he like turned them around. No, no, I'm not saying anything bad. I, I respect it. it. It is good that he's not some guy that's like out and about and, you know, mm-hmm. headlines are on him all the time. Do you think MCDC will get any votes? I mean, no, no I, uh, he should I be on so. ballots. He should be on ballots. Yeah. Because Vietnam. what he did tonight, he has my respect for a long time. Yeah. That play on second and 17. That took that yes. took some nuts to draw that. And we one were up. shitting on him a lot, and then to go yeah. for it on fourth, and then he went for it on fourth twice on that drive to seal the game. I mean, mm-hmm. and they have the highest fourth down conversion rate in the league. They finished with the best percentage, and he goes for it the most. And I, the the guy, the guy's a rock star in my opinion. Yeah, me too. So I love Dan Campbell. I, I hope he gets on ballots, but I think Dayball did do the most with the least. You did so say they're fighting Dayball. an uphill battle in the coaching game literally last episode phil i know but it's because he makes some heat decisions sometimes that literally hands the other team the game but when it works exactly so he shouldn't be on ballots no but when it works like like today yeah he's like hit or miss (laughs) no No. no. he's like a genius that is still figuring it out yeah it takes a while he's like josh allen of coaches yes Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Defensive player of the year. It was Parsons for a very long time, but Bosa is so far ahead on the odds that I mean yeah. I think it's going to be unanimous. The guy the guy's unbelievable. Well, it should be what unanimous. It yeah. should be unanimous. It won't the guy be was unanimous, the best defensive yeah, player. It'll be him. Yeah, Bosa was unbelievable. 
Mm-hmm. Only other two I had written down. Offensive Rookie of the Year. I feel like it was a pretty good race between Kenneth Walker and Garrett Wilson, and I think a late push from Purdy, but I think I, Kenneth Walker was probably... I think Garrett Wilson's the best, but Kenneth Walker probably had the best season. I'd go yeah, with Garrett Kenneth Wilson Walker. was... I mean, it's maybe it's not his fault. But yeah, he, he had Joe flaccid today. And Joe, yeah, Joe. he had Zach Wilson for too long. He was looking super flaccid. More flaccid than ever. <laughs> Yeah, back and more flaccid than ever, Joe. Yeah. Um, comeback player of the year. I actually have a huge problem with this because McCaffrey is the favorite in comeback player of the year. No. If Geno Smith is yes. not the comeback player of the year, yes. just abolish the award. Yeah. Because yep. in general, it makes no sense. Yeah, Adam. 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 Actually, yeah, you have, you have a point. But like McCaffrey guy like what does he come back from playing for the panthers is that he what he was came injured he was injured all year he did have give it to barkley injuries, barkley missed like three years he was out all year and now he's like the best player on probably the best team right now yeah, but definitely not the best player definitely not the best player second best player on probably the best team right that now. is the problem though he's, he's on the definitely not even best team yeah, Geno Smith is on the goddamn Seahawks. And Geno Smith, if that's not coming back, I don't know. Oh my god, he was ten years ten irrelevant. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% agree. I'm 100% with you. This one, I this we one's personal to me. We ride. I'm literally yeah. gonna ride if they don't. Yeah, yeah. And I have nothing against mad. McCaffrey. He had a great season. Or Geno Barkley. S- yeah, or Barkley too. Yeah. Geno Smith is the definition to me. And honestly, if we're gonna talk about Geno Smith, you honestly have to give a nod to Goff too. You got to say Goff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's coming back from less. He was less in the mud. Yeah, he definitely but was. G- but he, because Gino was in the mud, mud. Yeah, but golf, golf was would like be a, terrible. Golf would be a terrible pick. He, he, he should just, be nominated. He, he's literally just been playing. But here's yeah, the thing. I don't, know about golf. I don't know about He went golf. from like, what? Five okay, wins to nine <laughs> okay. wins? I got outvoted on golf. I saw the vision, Phil. <laughs> but it can't just be really good player is really good and then gets injured and misses a year and then comes back and is just as good. I think that's yeah. that's a stupid award at that point. It should be somebody who, you know, actually played and wasn't as good and then I agree. Through yeah. their own that's efforts like, became that's like, something. That's like Patrick Mahomes missing a year, comes back yeah. and he's still Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. It's yeah. like uh, comeback player of the year. Wow. It's like so stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like and and the stupid thing is like that's what they've been doing. And I remember the year remember the year Dak like graphically broke his leg right what, yeah. whenever that was that was on canadian thanksgiving he breaks his leg and then preseason he was like minus 800 favorite for comeback player yeah because like, he was great we, he's like what are we doing here then like yeah. why is this even an award the, i already know who's gonna win in july the injury recovery award win. yeah he didn't win doctor of the year it's literally yeah. like who can come back from the nastiest injury within <laughs> nine months Oh no, it's not right. They got to find new. Awards, They're like, man. so why was he? <laughs> I have like, a so question. Why was he comeback player of the year? It's like, did you see how bad the injury was? Yeah. <laughs> Get the YouTube. I have a question. Yeah. Does anyone know who Nick Gates is? No. He's he's a uh, fourth in odds for comeback. What's his injury? What was his injury? How bad? I don't was know. The he's the center yeah. for the Giants. What did he break? I'm gonna have to see. I just see he's he's fourth in odds. <laughs> Oh, so he he broke his leg last year. Oh, <laughs> okay. good, good. good to know. What an award, dude! Way to go, yeah. Roger. I love I love the tweet. It, it was so funny. The tweet that was like, "Good to see Roger. You have five minutes to warm up, Goodell in Buffalo today." That was that was a great tweet. All timer, really. Um, 
personal Ooh. corner just a little bit. Um, I wanted to go to Owen first because he did win his pick, the picks contest that we all participated in. So congratulations to you. That's a huge payday. I, I've never seen a guy no win, and I've been playing a long time. So congratulations. Thanks. Thank you to everybody that supported me throughout the year, everybody that helped me make picks. Adam sent it a TikTok that I used to make a, one of the clinching picks really? uh, this Which week. One? The Broncos pick. So thank you to him. Thank you for to Jeff for helping me. I mean, I already had Cincinnati, but it kind of cemented that for me. I didn't even um, take the Broncos. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what did I send? You sent it. You'd have to rewatch it. He basically was like, "If this happens, they're not going to want to. They're not going to have a reason to play, and they're going to rest all their starters. The Broncos are going to." And it didn't end up playing out exactly like that, but the, the pick did work. So, uh, yeah, it's a nice oh. little payday for me. Um, oh, what are we purchasing? Or do we not yeah. know yet? Well, to be fair, yeah, to, he's giving I think back I, his money to the government. Yeah, I oh, think I mentioned right. this, but I was I was actually in the red because the government stole. Because here's my thing, right? Like, to me, like if the government makes a mistake on your taxes, that's a skill issue, right? That's not, I didn't yeah. do it. I, think you, I just took the money you gave me. That's on you. But I guess you have to give it back, right? So I gave it back. And it, before it would have been like, oh, I got money back in taxes. That's great. But I'm now, I'm give, now that I'm giving some of that back, it feels like I'm in debt. And yeah. so this is, I'm getting back to even basically. So I'm not, I'm back in the black. They should pay I mean, you back to even as they should. They should, they should <laughs> pay saying... you an interest because you were working with money that you thought you had. Which is, exactly. I'm not even joking. I That's mean, back, so to even, back to even is just like, getting money back that you should have never had in the first place like yeah but i don't see I think it like it's that. so messed up though because he was working with money that he thought he had and that's Fact. yeah that's what if i got to, what if i went into debt that's what i'm saying that's like actually like dangerous like what if it was like a yeah. lot of money that they could have messed up like that's yeah or at up. least at least like don't charge me i guess you kind of have to charge me interest there has to be a discount or like a a, a deadline but get, at least give me like a sum of the money back like be don't require be like i need it for making their that's mistake. what i'm saying i would get it doesn't cut both ways and i'm not the one that has all these I'm, i don't have all these resources to file my taxes with yeah. you have you know all my expenses and you have all these paid employees that get paid all day to figure it out exactly it's you ridiculous nailed it on. so that's a skill issue on their part so yeah, no. The point is, I'm in the black now. Um, so I don't know what I'll buy. I've well, also hopefully the been... one thousand dollars helps. Yeah, I went hopefully. to Costco the other day, and I was gonna go again today. Um, but for whatever reason, it closes at six on Sundays. So I'm gonna have oh, to no. maybe go tomorrow to celebrate. I've only been doing that for years. <laughs> yeah, it's not in my normal time. So yeah. Uh. We'll go a little crazy at the Costco. That's a good thing. I actually, my dad asked me what you're going to do. And I mentioned that story to him and he said, oh, good. I'm glad to see he came out of his hole by gambling. That was, that was a good way to get out of your hole. So congratulations to you. Yeah, um, there's a moral in there for the listeners yeah, at home. Yeah. Um, Adam, you went to an Algeria. Quick cash, dinner. just gamble. Yeah, exactly. You can get out the hole. I, I was actually invited to an Algerian dinner by Adam. I just wanted to check in with him and see how it went. How did it go? Why is this a podcast topic? Because I want to take it. I want to go to personal corner. I I'm curious to... too, because Adam was being very uh, evasive when I was asking him about I it. I was very not being secretive. evasive How does Algerian dinners go? Owen's like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm like eating dinner. And he's like, why? I'm like, but, yeah, um, but it the was implication good. is why. It and, was good. Yeah, I brought some uh I brought some multicultural friends to experience the setting. Um so sorry, this is an Algerian restaurant? No, it was just like there's like Algerian families in Calgary kind of like organized like a potluck. Oh nice. And we rented out a oh. hall. Oh and um sick. like a big Dude, thing. I should have came. I would have went off at this old potluck. I don't know if 
if you guys do it, Alex, but like old Algerian men really love playing dominoes. But like when I when I brought this up to my friends, they thought like we would just set up dominoes and topple them over and they would fall. No, no. I play dominoes every like I play it's dominoes fun. once a month, dude. Yeah, With the like, trains. Yeah, Mexican train. Wait, what? So what are you talking about? Wait, you actually, this is a thing with trains? Okay, no, like, it's very simple. You just put the domino down, like, you put a double six down, and then it's like, if you have a six, you play it. If you don't, you skip. Adam, that's Mexican trains, bro. Yeah. I mean, we don't have any, like, I looked that up. We don't use any trains or anything. But um, Well, you don't need a physical train. It's just the name (laughs) of the game. Yeah. I don't know. It it doesn't look the same as this Google setup I looked up. But, yeah, we kind of played that. We drank some tea. Um, Algerians love tea. They do love tea, and um, some people guy. pop a black coffee after dinner. Ooh. Not, not my thing, but some people do it. Um, that's, a f- that's a Phil thing. That I is, like. I do that. Kevin, before, I do Kevin that in the pods, it. though. Oh, oh yeah. a little like a little espresso almost. Ooh. Yeah, normally like, like a Turkish really, coffee. really strong. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well. I'm glad to know the Algerian dinner did, in fact, go on. I wanted to take that. And then I also, I mean, the only other thing I had, I mean, now's the time. If you if you wanted to ask me any questions about my trip to Denny's, now you can do so. I mean, yes. uh, for the people who don't know, I did go to Denny's. I lost fantasy, and um, I was there for eight and a half hours, and I ate 10 pancakes, and I chronicled the whole thing. And I was actually receiving a lot of... Um, I don't know how to say this nicely, bullying from people about my pancake consumption. And I, I honestly am pretty offended because if you know me, you know I have a small stomach, number one. And number two, pancakes are like my least favorite food. So for me to even get to double digits, I was honestly pretty pleased with my well, output. But 10 and 8 hours is like, it's like, you got to try a little harder. Like you can water drink drink some water like you can get a little more than that down dude yeah that's one an hour that's that. like 1.1 an hour sorry i didn't want to throw up in denny's dude i took my time i honestly if anything this i showed how prepared i was time. did you enjoy the eight hours is that why you stayed oh i had here's the thing the first the Still first bit the was rough. i saw yeah the, the first bit was tough but after a while I was loving it, dude, because I had people coming to visit me and I was having like hearts to hearts with people and they would just leave and then the next person would come in. It was like speed dating for me. That's so, why I did. Like if I, if nobody came to visit me, I would have been out of there at like one or two, but I was really enjoying yeah. it. Did your first server, did you have to like pay the bill when she left? No, she was there the whole time bill? with me. She was, she was riding it out with oh, me. Oh, I thought you said mm. she had to go. Oh, so Phil worked like the whole shift with her. That's sick. I did, dude. She That's kind of like, cute. I thought she left a little <laughs> earlier. I, I kind of felt bad like she wasn't getting your tip money. No, no, I made sure because she, um, well, what happened was I came in at eight. I started at eight and I said, I'm going to be here a while. Do you have like a table with a plug-in? And she was like, they all have plug-ins. That was a lie. They didn't have plugins. Anyway, so I, she put me at this nice table, and then, like, after, like, an hour, she was, like, she brought me my bill, and she was, like, what's your plan for the rest of the day? And I was, like, I'm actually going to be here, like, the rest of the day. Like, I'm sorry. But she stayed with me the whole time, and then, like, probably, like, an hour before I left, she brought the bill up to me, and she was, like, I'm leaving. Like, you can settle up with me now. And so I settled up with her, gave her a nice tip. She was really nice. Let me stay the whole day. She apparently had, she's had this situation happen to her before. So mm. it was May. May. May Shout from Denny's May. on McLeod Trail. Shout out May. 
go tell her I sent you if you have to do Actually, this challenge. Does anyone She's feel like nice. they could beat Phil's record? Because uh, I think if, <laughs> if any of us – no, but I want to see out of us four who would come up on top. Owen. I think I would do pretty well. I don't know. I like pancakes. Man. I, I, love I pancakes. also like pancakes. I But Owen – I feel like Owen can do the most um, without – Owen could probably up. do eight in like two hours. Or how yeah. many How many did I you eat? I did a well to as a measuring stick. I did a all you can eat at IHOP, uh, like early last year. Um, and I probably did like six in like an hour. And then I was yeah. feeling pretty, but yeah, yeah. So you, I don't know. They're they're heavy. That's the problem. And I like. I don't like pancakes. If I liked pancakes, I would have enjoyed it more. But I had a like. By the end of it, like for the day after, I could taste the the, the batter in my mouth. Like it was, it All wasn't right. good. I didn't like it. And then I took a nap right when I got oh. home, and I woke up and I felt even worse. Dude, how pancakes? They're literally just cake. It's just cake made. In yeah, a I don't pack. think you're. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's not good for you. Yeah, Dude, but like, how can you not like it? It's it's good. Well, my problem with it is it doesn't feel good in my stomach. Like it tastes fine, but it's just my stomach that the problems start. So, mm-hmm. Tommy was grumbling a little bit, but that's fine. I mean, I'm happy that it's over, and yeah, I mean, I I don't. It doesn't surprise me that you guys think you could beat it. The intention wasn't to you know put up the Joey Chestnut stats. I was trying to just get in. Did and you out did you prep? Up. Did you do the lettuce or the like salad salad the day before? Lots of water. Any prep sounded great in theory, but the practicality, I just didn't have uh, the the ambition to follow through there. Mm. Well, I'm glad it took a decent amount of time because I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the updates. I enjoyed the chronicling. 18 yeah, hours is pretty soft. So shout out to your uh, commissioner for letting you off the hook a little easily there. Yeah, 24 would have been more difficult, but I feel like I would have had a, a, at least an output to get to 12 to 14 if I yeah. had to get to 24. I would yeah. have definitely ate a little harder, but I knew it wasn't going to be that bad if you, I just ate 10. You looked pretty good eating the last one. Like you, yeah. you looked fine. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, anyway, last last thing, and then we can go. I just got this brand new update from Aaron Rodgers. Quote, could be time to step away. <laughs> I hate this guy. Oh. What a freaking bozo, oh. dude. I hate this guy. Oh, I can't wait to see what he cooks up on McAfee on Tuesday. I'm going to be oh, on that like mercy. white on rice, dude. I'm going to be absolutely hunting down the quotes because it's going to be all time. So congrats to him on losing to the Lions. I hope that it was uh, the last uh, game of his career. Maybe that would be good. But also, actually, one more thing. Tony, actually, he was going to join us if the Lions had made the playoffs. He couldn't, so I'll leave you guys with a quote from him. I asked him for a statement for the pod. He said, quote, all caps, we smoke that Packers pack tonight, baby. Rogers pack and in the air. He means it literally. For those wondering, he does mean that he very means literally. It very literally. He just needed an excuse. So he did indeed. He will be smoking that Packer pack. He did. Tonight. He did. You, you'll have a Snapchat for him. Oh, great! Rogers in the air. That's that is really good news. So, congrats to the Lions fans on not making the playoffs for finishing over 500. Great stuff. We'll be back Thursday. We're gonna pick the playoff games. I have our total numbers for the over unders that we did as well. I've pulled them up today, so I wrote those down. We'll get Who did to those. The best? You'll find out on the next one. Teaser. Talk to you guys on Thursday. He like I can just check. check. Yeah, but that ruins the fun, buddy. Okay. <laughs>